IV Coaches presents. Hi, good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you for accepting the invitation <laughs> for the interview. So, um, tell us about yourself. Uh, how long have you been here and uh, what do you do basically in UAE? Well, it goes back to 71. I was born here. Um, parents uh, migrated to Dubai. Um, we lived here for 18 years before we migrated to Sweden. Um, I traveled a bit between uh, countries. Um, after graduation in Stockholm, I moved on to work in Italy within the hospitality industry, wow. which took me um, back to Dubai for development. So that is the That's quite story a of a lifetime. Background. Absolutely. Yes. So I would guess you speak many languages. Yes, I'm very blessed to have. Uh, had the opportunity to learn some of them mm -hmm. um, by living in those countries and uh, some of them uh, by birth, which is okay. the mother tongue. So how many languages do you speak exactly? Fluently five, uh, but I do consider Danish and Norwegian to be also very uh, strong. I see. What are those fives? <laughs> well, the uh, mother tongue is Farsi and I learned Arabic as well. Right. Uh, use it daily in my work. English is a sure. common language for everyone and Swedish and Italian would be the fourth and the fifth. Oh, I see. Okay. So when you started coaching, I, I believe you're an executive coach uh, in UAE for how long? Well, I've been practicing coaching for the last five and a half years. I see. I started by um, going through the coactive coaching uh, mm -hmm. training and kind of developed my own philosophy after that. Uh, went through transformational coaching and it has been now a privilege to assist and also be part of a growth uh, of coaching in, in the United Arab Emirates and GCC uh, as okay. a whole. And you're basically ICF uh, certified coach for yes. more than 500 hours, I believe. Correct, uh, which we refer to as the PCC, uh, Professional Certified coach. coach. Okay. So tell us more about how do you help organizations? What does it exactly do or what's your philosophy in coaching? Well, a usual day would be if you receive a call and somebody wants to change their life. As simple as that. Uh, it can start with um, a simple question of how can I get better uh, in my work? How can I balance my work and my life? Or matters such as how can I lose weight? How can I be consistent in um, committing to something and getting the end result? Um, what I can always promise a person is that the change comes from within the coaching. So as a coach, we have um, the tendency of listening a lot. Mm -hmm. um, the problem or the solution, as I would say, the solutions lie within the person who is there to be coached. Um, a simple uh, example would be um, executives who have uh, reached a um, moment in their life mm -hmm. with an obstacle where that obstacle can be uh, broken down uh, we, we always manage to uh, see the problem now and not yesterday. So the whole focus of coaching is not to go back and analyze what happened last year, but rather stay in the moment. So what can you do now to change tomorrow? Right. So it's more future focused basically rather than... Exactly. Coaching is all about now and tomorrow. So um, whereas, uh, you know, psychoanalysis or... Um, other, other uh, so, you know, uh, manners of uh, getting in depth and trying to solve some, uh, someone's problems is analyzing the past. Um, you know, in, in coaching, there's different philosophies. 
everybody has their own little touch and their own experience that they bring into coaching. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it is years of being in uh, leadership roles, uh, right. having seen leaders who can uncover right. or leaders who actually do not know how to uncover potential. I see. And therefore, you know, when you bring that into the coaching space, where I, when I use it with executives, is allowing the person, allowing the person to be themselves. You have to be in the moment. You have to, as we call it, dance in the moment. It's one of the techniques. Dance in the moment means be with the coachee and try to, you know, go one step at a time. Uh, and it might take a, a lifetime for someone to change. It might take a month. It can make, take a year. Um, so it, you have to understand that every person comes with an exclusive and very unique background. And uh, every background is very important and special. And therefore, we do not want to change anyone unless they want to change themselves. I see. So it's basically uh, you're helping them on the way. So you're guiding them or maybe like being more of a mirror. There are techniques that you can actually use to, to ensure that there is um, um, resonance. It has to resonate with a person mm -hmm. if they want to change something. Um, sometimes a, a coachee, as we refer to a person who wants to be coached, comes in with an idea, but they get lost in what they want to change. So the role of a coach is also very important to keep them focused on where they want to go from here onwards. Uh, sometimes you have to make sure that you are very, um, and also one of the techniques I use is that I'm sometimes known to be a bit more harsh than soft because you need to keep very focused with the person you are sitting with uh, on a regular basis and uh, remind them what they came to, to change. And you actually come from a sports coaching background, so that yes. kind of basically helps, and that shapes your philosophy and the way you work as well. I think sports helps anything in life and everyone. Um, yeah, I've been active in sports uh, since the age of seven. Um, I still coach uh, on, on um, a personal level. Okay. I do that with um, you know children of different ages and also um, you know youngsters and athletes up until eighteen years old. I think what sports does, it brings discipline, <clears throat> it teaches you teamwork, and also how to solve problems in a minimum time. Um, I can give you an example of uh, leadership within coaching, uh, sports coaching environment, where a team of football players train six days a week mm -hmm. to deliver 90 minutes of effective performance once a week. Right. Therefore, a leader of that team has to have the capacity of um, gluing all the bits and pieces together during mm -hmm. a full week and to prepare the team mentally, physically, uh, to be there every Sunday, if it's a Sunday game, mm -hmm. um, to you know get on the pitch and uh, have one vision, one goal, and be able to um, get the best out of that day. So an entire mindset and like uh, an entire month of or I don't know, like a much longer time period requires to prepare a good performance in one hour? It takes a lifetime. Um, right. You have to have a good, you know, you have to have a balance in your, you know, in, in your diet, you have to have balance in your personal life, as well as you have to be well cemented with the people you're working with. And that is one thing we can also take from sports into the corporate world mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, uh, the world we work in. If it's a corporate world, so be it. Um, whereas people spend 
a few hours a day getting to know each other. They work perhaps very well together, but it's only when the market tactics change where stress is put upon leaders uh-huh. and they kind of you know, put that down on the organizations where the role of leadership is very, very uh, clear. Um, I can elaborate mm-hmm. on this. That sure. When a market situation changes in, a, in the business world today, um, which means maybe the competition does something that you are not expecting. Right. Right. A leader has to be very, very fast in changing the strategy. However, without losing the vision and the mission. And therefore, perhaps that's where coaching comes in for certain executives where they will, you know, maybe they are not very well prepared in terms of how do I deal with the human capital mm-hmm. and how do I bring the potential out of a human being right. without losing heads. Especially in stressful times, right? Especially in business stressful times, I would say economical stressful yes. times, sometimes push organizations to take decisions of uh, cutting heads or headcounts um, and also trying to save money where perhaps not necessarily the best results come out of. Right. And that means that we have a lot of potential in um, organizations to bring in coaching as a culture and break this taboo that coaching is not equivalent to people who have problems, but mm-hmm. rather people who are looking for solutions. Right. It's honestly, uh, basically, it's in the sports coaching, you don't coach a person because he cannot walk or he cannot run. You're coaching them to do better, to, do, to become their best. So it's basically the same mindset in an organization, right? Yes, it is individual and a teamwork. So, for instance, right. um, one thing I do have um, uh, a few athletes which are individual in the role, even though they play in a team. Um, such is a, a role of a goalkeeper in, in a football team where that person is individual within a team. Mm-hmm. However, um, he has to have a very strong mindset. He has to be, or she has to be very um, independent in terms of taking decisions. Mm-hmm. So, how can that be compared to organizations? Well, if we have strong leaders and we have strong team members and associates, you know, being able to work together mm-hmm. in a way that um, they can bring the best out of themselves for the organization and the community. Yes. Meaning that they can be vulnerable without getting criticized. They all know what the vision is, which is one, mm-hmm. and what the goal is to, to reach. And then there must be a plan. There must be a plan of action. So how do we do that? How can we reach where we want to reach? But mm-hmm. knowing each other's defaults, knowing each other's uh, strengths and weaknesses and allowing it. So one, one thing that we want to allow is in coaching is it is fine to be, I would use the word weak, right. but it's not in a negative term. It's, right. it's okay not to be strong at all times. Nobody is strong at all times. And that is one image that the um, executive leaders want to always transmit that they are strong. She or he, they are very strong. And especially, you can see that more in, in the introduction in the UAE of, of uh, um, women taking leadership roles, which is an amazing initiative mm-hmm. now, and it's become a campaign. And therefore, it is fine to be, uh, you know, human. I understand. And because yeah. we are, after all, human. And sure. we can also have moments of uh, dips, you know, highs and lows. So how can we manage that? And, uh, and maybe that can also help to have a better 
team relationship. <laughs> I think so. I think the more human you are today, the better sure. you become as a leader and the better you become as a member of an association or an organization um, because you show who you are. And when you need help, you ask for it. Perfect. So uh, it's not only leaders who usually... Well, I understand that it might be... Uh, the situation of the market right now that usually it's like more of executive levels who um, enjoy coaching, executive coaching. But how do you think the coaching generally can help the entire population of the firm? It has to be the culture within the organization allowing it. Uh, mm. You refer to executive levels being the ones who permit themselves to uh, right. you know, approach coaching. And that might be uh, also another taboo we have to break here, which means coaching is expensive. For many people, coaching is expensive. And mm -hmm. that is not a reality. It depends on the quality of coaching you want to receive and also on the consistency and, um, you know, depending on what you reach out to. So there are different niche markets of coaches. Mm -hmm. um, as far as I'm concerned, I think the best practice you could do in an organization is to allow a coaching workshop. Right. Allowing a workshop where associates and team members and family members, as I call them always in, in, a, in an organization, can come in and in a very sacred space, in a, place, a space where you can be yourself without being judged. Mm -hmm. And that has to be an external in many cases because the departments within the organizations refer to human resources usually have an agenda when it's, uh, when it's referring to coaching, when it's referring to performance reviews. It's a negative is a negative terminology within organizations. So when you refer to an outsourced coach, you bring this workshop into the organization. You allow them to do um, 45 minutes to an hour of, I wouldn't say assessment. Assessment, again, for me is a negative uh, word because mm -hmm. you're assessing me, right. whereas there's no assessment. We do uh, you know, uh, the life cycle. Uh, balance right. uh, sheet and therefore the whole um, room understands where they stand and from there you can identify and actually as a matter of fact the person who requires internally coaching identifies that perhaps I should take it to the next step right right basically that's the first step to see where I am in life how exactly. am I doing and then once you get aware to that then you take the next step 100% to 100% because as I said, it can be anything from changing your diet mm -hmm. into a very difficult moment for a leader in an organization where she or he cannot get out of because right. of everything which is surrounding them. So therefore, you need to speak with someone who listens mm -hmm. and doesn't give you the solution. But by listening and digging, you will come up with your own solution because that's how change is occurring. I see. Okay, uh, so as basically the last question, how do you think a supportive environment can help coaching and can help human resource of an organization to like develop and to get to their next stage? To be open, to be open to dialogue, um, to invite uh, perhaps um, certified coaches to come in, right. to give a workshop. Uh -huh. Talk about coaching, diverse coaching, uh, transformational coaching, coactive coaching, depending on your philosophy that you bring in. Mm -hmm. But organizations who are open for dialogue 
and who are flat in terms of how they work exactly how they work with each other um open organizations are the best ones that you can find potential for coaching within uh, organizations where um getting coached refers to a performance review mm-hmm. i see that difficult coming in uh, they have to change their mindsets they have to um and that's happening a lot in UAE where we're moving forward in terms of coaching coming in mm-hmm. within government coaching coming in within corporate you know um organizations but it starts with one person usually and that is the head of that organization right believing that coaching yeah and trusting that coaching can bring uh, the positive change in their in their life and the life of others um, i see so it's more of a culture in an organization yes, which supports and, and obviously the more we talk about it in this space uh, that that will be helpful the more sure. we bring it up the more we um, participate in activities within um, coaching uh, relative uh, environment that will be very helpful okay thank you very much thank you for your time thank you so much <laughs> thank Pleasure. you